Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fiction, the podcast that revolves around one central theme, stories and the people that tell them. We'll talk about movies, TV shows, video games, historical events and weird news headlines. There's really no topic we won't touch. But it doesn't stop there. If you've got a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Until then, it's story time. The Friend. Written by Jamie Bryden Allen Poe. Once upon a night so dreary, as I ponder weak and weary, over the many quaint and curious volumes of my Ninja Turtle lore. While the foot clan always failing, suddenly there came a wailing. Like the hooded slowly unveiling, there was a message on my Facebook wall. Tis was my friend, I muttered, wailing on my Facebook wall. Only this and nothing more. Ah, I distantly remember the bleak December, watching the flames of my friend's soul die, watching as the Skywalker spoke that he is a Jedi no more. Eerily I watched the brightness, seeing the red filmed with such contriteness, watching the hero thrust against the political wall. Now and forever thinking, Star Wars is no more. As I ponder ever thoughtful, reading the words of a man now droughtful, speaking of a finale brought back flames of hope ever so slightly. Was this the return of the great hero once more? But alas, it was a glimmer, a spark of hope now growing dimmer and dimmer, knowing forever that Star Wars is nevermore. Welcome to Stories <laughs> and the Fictional. I am Happy Halloween, an October edition. I thought no better way to commemorate scary things than The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe, one of the classic poems of our time, and the dread and fear of the death of Star Wars. I thought that was a befitting tribute that I thought of about 30 minutes before starting this particular show. Was as a way to, you, know, you know what I find, young Jamie, is the best thing to do for an introduction or an, op- an opening for a podcast? What? I think about it during the week, and I procrastinate. <laughs> and then I go, I'll get to that. And then I do my job, and I continue on, and then I continue on, and then like, yep, I'll get to that. Yep, I've got some great ideas. Let me write them down, which I never do. I continue on, and I ponder as I, as I go through. And then I just receive a message about, you know, 5.30 on a Thursday saying, like, you know, 7.30, good for you? And then I go, yes, absolutely. And then I panic, grab my laptop and start dancing and start typing away like a madman. And then that's generally what, is, that's generally what I come I up know, with. Because- it was uh, it was quite deep tonight. There was there was no insults, real insult to me, or if it did, it went over my head. Um, no, no, no. Tonight was in honor of the of one in honor of the honor of Halloween. Mm-hmm. 
And also in honor of the great man himself, Edgar Allan Poe. Now, speaking of Edgar Allan Poe, you sent us that trailer for a Netflix movie coming out with Christian Bale. I know, um, and, and Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. It's just like... um, it, It's like, it? it's one of those castings where it's just like, Christian Bale. Like, <laughs> he just, yeah. it looked like he, he'd just rock up as he is, you know, and... And I wonder if he even puts on any because like he's from my understanding he has a very you know British accent like Cockney yeah. almost as well. I wonder if he just went like like a great accent, ba- great accent, Bale. You're doing great. What accent? What are you talking about? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I wonder with those actors, um, specifically you know the the British people that play Americans, do mm-hmm. people realize that they're British? Um, Hugh Laurie for the perfect example of this yeah. particular phenomenon where people are for because Americans never watch great television, you know, with, yeah. you know, um, Black Adder and all the, and, you know, all of the great things the man starred in. Yeah. They, they were shocked to hear him speak with his British accent. Yeah, like they, they, they legitimately thought he was American. Like when he had sent the audition uh, tape to audition for House, mm. they were shocked to find he was British. But my favorite, favorite one was um, Kick-Ass. How... Uh, who's who, who made Kick-Ass? Uh, what's his name? Ryan Singer? Was it him? No, 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 no. It's British. It's a British. It's a oh, British. Oh, um... um, I can't rem- remember the director. Anyway, the director of Kick-Ass flew all the way to America to get an American to play the lead role of Kick-Ass. That's and then, funny. And then finds out that the guy that plays Kick-Ass is actually British. <laughs> You know, but wouldn't the, it, it's one of those very, very off-putting things as well? And 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 let me speak on my slightly off-putting things. I find it weird when I see Tom Holland speak in his British accent. Oh, you yeah, know that is weird. Uh, it, it 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 there's something in my mind that goes something's not quite right. <laughs> you know, I'm already jealous of the man. I'm the many man that can land in day. I'm a, I'm a jealous man, so it's fine. Yeah. I, can, I can I live through my jealousy, but yeah. I'm also like going. You're also you know, it's not like you have one of those, you know, you know, gravelly British accents. You've got one of the eloquent ones. It's like you've got yes. a fan, you're, you're fancy British, and yeah. you can speak perfect American. There's yeah. why Hello, the- I'm Spider Man. Exactly, <laughs> oh, but that- British Spider Man. Yeah. I think would be. Well, a- we've had be- two. We've had two so far. They're all British Spider Man, aren't they? Like that's. Uh, I don't think Tobey Maguire's British, or if he is, he's doing it very well. Yeah. Well, um, maybe that's the long con that he's been British his entire life and he hasn't let anyone know. And then, like, towards the end of his acting career, he'll be like, going, screw it. You know, yeah, screw it. You know, yeah, screw it. I'm from Northern England. He's <laughs> just basically, he's basically from Northern England. Winter is coming. <laughs> and, then, and then just go the full Jon Snow. And then just go the full Northern English. Now, I'm trying to think of the lines from the movie. It's like, it's like, he's like, hey, that guy, you got away with all my money. I missed the part where that's my problem. Yeah, I missed the part. That, I mean, imagine that Jon Snow <laughs> as Spider Man. Like, you could probably do it. Like, honestly, I think could do it. That's a bit do it. But I, I want to like literally dress as Jon Snow just in Spider Man movie, and then just have him just basically, you know, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. Do you think, like, because there's talks of um, in the Amazing Spider Man two, how mm-hmm. uh, Gwen gets a uh, she's supposed to go to London for a fellow uh, yep, yep. thingo, um, and then uh, Spider Man Peter Barker says, "Oh yeah, I'll go there." 
do you think Spider-Man, like when he's there, he'd start just start speaking, you know, British? That's a good question. I would say yes. Over time, he would probably develop the accent because he went over there as a teenager. I think over time, he would develop the accent just because he's around so many people. Yeah. He could, or he could be like, you know, he could be one of those people that, you know, they're from, let's say, you know, they're from, you know, let's say they're from like the South America and they move to, say, the Northern City, but they mm. want to hold on to the Southern route. So they'd lock even, they, 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 they buckle down on their accent even harder. Yeah. Even though that's not where they sound like a yeah. but that, you yeah. know, they're just gonna, they're gonna hold on yeah. to it. So maybe he's yeah. gonna be one of those ones who even becomes even more American whilst, yeah. whilst, whilst, whilst in England. <laughs> Is Spider Man wearing a, like a, a Texan hat? Yeah, it's like, aren't you from Queens? <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm the American Spider Man. America, America. Yeah, that's that's what I like about that old um, Ultimate. Was it the Ultimate Spider Man series? Um, the cartoon series that was just so com- comedic. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That first season was just amazing. That was that, that was a gem of a season. Oh um, yeah. Well, uh, like it's 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 a near perfect blueprint of how you'd want to do Spider Man. Yeah, and it's just like, hey, Peter Parker, right here, Spider Man goes to your school. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I think he sits next to me in Spanish. <laughs> Spider Man with the with the with Mexican hat. With Mexican. Hola, hola. It was oh, that was a really great show, and like got, got a little bit weird towards the end. Um, also, like again, that's one of those things, I, and I, and I do wonder, like, do they have to continue making it to the point where they just have, they, they, you know, like imagine imagine a writers' room sitting there on like, you know, a six or seventh season of a show, just going, well, yeah. what do you want to do? I don't. What the fuck haven't we done? And then they look at the board and go, you know what? Fuck it. Incest. There it is. We'll circle it. Let's do it. Yeah. Brought it back, brought it right back to the theme of tonight's episode. Not really. Um, but <laughs> but we forgot some of the introductions. Obviously, my name is Chris Park. I'm one of your hosts. I'm also here with the man, the myth, the legend, James L. Bryden. My name changes every week. Um, it's more so I forget your name sometimes. You know, it's Ralph. It happens when you've been friends for like <laughs> since once, you've been in diapers. Exactly. Once yeah. you've known someone so long, then you know you, you tend to forget certain details. Name being one of them. Or I don't think we've actually officially met. Like, like you know, you go, "Hi, my name is." Actually, I, don't think, I, I, honestly, I don't think we've actually physically met. That that is a valid point. But I wonder, Jamie, have you have you pondered this? Am I the Chris you know, or am I prestiging it every night? <laughs> I, I, am i am i standing upon a platform being zapped by late by 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 tesla's tesla coils and then not wondering wondering if i'm the one that's going to fall into the vat of liquid and drown or the one stand on the stage how do you know it's always the same chris i've got two words hmm? schrodinger's cat <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense in the context it means I don't want to look into it too deep. It could be, it could be anything, you know. It could be anything. Or is it more than, or or from the same? Maybe am I the Christian Bell character where I am actually a twin? Mm-hmm. He was great in that movie, I must say. It's funny. I make fun of that movie so much, so much, and <laughs> main, the main reason why I make fun of that movie is because you said how much you liked the movie. So then I just oh, yeah. like. But then you know, it was Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman, two actors I absolutely love. Um. It's a solid acting. You got like, yeah. like you know, um, 
and and um, who's in it? Uh, David Bowie as well. Of course. Who? I mean, like he was <laughs> fantastic. Anything that David Bowie has been in has been just spectacular. Even the movie where he's dancing with a baby and he has a little uh, happy dance going downstairs. Where he has a giant <laughs> erection. Yes. Even even the white pa- like, again. <laughs> I like I like the I like the, the wardrobe person in that situation that goes, hey, are you aware that David Bowie is some you know <laughs> gifted downstairs? Yes. <laughs> what kind of outfit do you want to put him in? White pants. Okay, <laughs> like baggy, loose. No, 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 no. The tightest white pants I could possibly <laughs> find. What do you mean? Well, I'm gonna go down to the dance store where the ballerines buy their outfit and say, What would you buy a 13-year-old bulimic Russian dancer? And then I'd say, now make it smaller. And then that is a pair of pants I will insert David Bowie into. And then he will then, you know, dance magic dance and and thrill an entire audience of adults and confuse a whole bunch of children with their feelings. <laughs> Growing up going, oh, what's this feeling I'm having about this? Yeah. It's the same way that, you know, it's the same, guys have had the same sort of thing with obviously, you know, Jennifer Connelly as well. You're going, oh, is she attractive? What's going on? Then you see her in the Rocketeer where she's wearing, you know, the, the fancy like party white dress mm-hmm. and you go, holy cow. And then you go, yeah. yes, that, you know, and then obviously you see her obviously in Maverick. Um, I love the fact that, you know, I love the fact in that movie that she's like a, a single mom trying to do her best with her, like, you know, her, her, her dive bar down at the, the, the um, naval base mm-hmm. who owns a yacht and, and a really expensive sports car. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's like going, how does she get the yacht? Sharp, don't don't ask questions. <laughs> no, easy. Uh, the divorce. Well, the divorce. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Also, you're saying the divorce was so lucrative on her part. She had a real good prenup. Oh, hey. <laughs> or she got married in like California, where it's basically fifty fifty, regardless of anything else. So maybe okay. Or as you were saying, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was last episode. You were saying if you're a ten, you don't pay for anything. <laughs> That, that is true. They don't they don't carry again. Yeah, that's right. Wallet is an accessory, not so much. I think you know. So you probably yeah. she probably walked by someone and said, "That's a nice car," and then she had the keys, and then like, yeah, <laughs> then you know, that's a nice bar. Again, then she was the you know, the owner of said bar. Oh my bar. god, she's like um, uh, what's his the David Tennant's character in um in Jessica Jones? They just walks up to people and says stuff, and they'll do it for her. But I also have to imagine the tips at that bar would be oh, yeah. just beyond belief. So no, okay, that's that's how that's how I choose to believe. That's just from tips. Like men who've been at sea at war have seen death coming home after like not seeing you know they can't you know not seeing other women or seeing some women but you know they 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 fellow soldiers they're trying to like you know keep the keep their professionalism mm-hmm. and they walk into the bar and see her. I imagine the tips just like the money just gets sucked out of their wallet yeah. into straight in straight into the straight into that money jar like mm-hmm. the tip jar. Yeah. So I I also now am fully with you and support you on this concept that she bought those luxury items based <laughs> purely upon bar tips. And maybe even someone came in couldn't pay their tab and. And said, "Here's a yacht." <laughs> that is some kind of tab. Or she could do, you know, hustling on the side. You know, what what do you think her hustle would be? Oh, to be pool, because you know. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, pool. But after a while, wouldn't you sort of like? With, 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 that's what I was wondering with like pool hustling. Yeah. After a while, people would realize you're good. Like, yeah. No, well, that's why. Pool hustling makes sense in the supernatural world, not like the TV show, not the not the you know, um, yeah. where they where they were traveling around. So yeah. they, you know, 
see that makes sense but let's say you, let's like if you're a tra- yeah so let's say you're a traveling carnival man or you know you're a traveling yeah. demon hunter or, or a traveling yeah. you know gigolo any one of the yeah. careers <laughs> yeah it makes sense that you would then obviously want to hustle some pool mm-hmm. but let's say you live in a town and there are like six bars yeah after a while uh, yeah people realize yeah you're pretty good at the game of pool yeah Speaking of pool, I don't know why that's the connection. Mm-hmm. I would be remiss if we didn't speak on our Lord and Savior and sponsor, Rebecca <laughs> Castle and the Rising Dawn series. Jamie, do you have some news you wish to share with us about our Lord and Savior? Oh, yes. Rebecca uh, Castle's book available on Amazon. Please check it out if you enjoy fantasy, urban fantasy, a little bit of a little bit of steamy erotica, and possibly quite possibly some incest. She's actually said, um, she does not allow her parents to read her books. Well, then that explains a lot. Yeah. Um, but I mean, other... how, how would you police that? Well, I think they're allowed to have it. They could, I think they bought her books. They got it on those shelves. Um, but they're not allowed to read them because... But how would you police... Like, again, what, what's the method of policing that? They could have read that and it's not told that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess you can ask her when she when she comes on. She'll be on in a couple of episodes, I believe. Yeah. Yes, we've scheduled her. Yes. We will be up early in the morning, and she will be up late at night. Um. So it could be interesting. It could be really funny because you know Jamie's not a morning person. No, I am. I get up at four thirty every every morning. Well, look six, at you, six Mr. days a week, Mister Fucking Rooster. <laughs> <laughs> right, get up with that the crack of dawn and I'm out there with my crane <laughs> with, with my crane practicing my karate and my illegal head kicks to win me a martial arts tournament <laughs> winning myself then a nice dealership known as LaRusso's and selling cars until I run across <laughs> my old rival who's not doing so well so I offer him a car because you know for some reason my accent's going even further down south and I don't know why it's continuing and now, that way. And now you're you're either Pierce Pierce Hawthorne's father or uh, Loghorn Loghorn. Uh, that's why I tend to avoid this kind of accent because eventually it does tend to go Falkhorn Leghorn a little bit. <laughs> And I can't seem to prevent myself from going, I say, I say, I say, sir. I love that um, Family Guy episode where... He walks <laughs> into the KFC. <laughs> yeah. No, well, there's plenty. There's one where he gets his head chopped off and he's like, oh, my, oh, my, yeah. my, Look at that boy run. Oh, oh, <laughs> wait, like, yeah. I'm, running, I'm running around like a like a chicken with his head. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think there's one thing we go to the KFC. It's like, oh... I was walking by your establishment and I was in that delicious <laughs> smell. <laughs> what, what, what is that? Uh, yeah. Where were we? I don't know. <laughs> we were basically, as per normal, talking about things. So we, we, we did our introduction, obviously. Yes. Uh, and obviously now we're talking about things. So, Jamie, did anything uh, that you watched during this week captivate you in terms well, of uh, entertainment and enjoyment? I've really only been watching one thing, and that's uh, Big Bang Theory. I am surprised how good it is at season. Like, I think I'm season 10 now. Yep, yep, yep. yep, Like, I am seriously surprised for a show that has been running that long to be this good that late on. It's Um, it's because they, because, and this is, and this is, I don't know if it's a secret or just a thing. They didn't keep the characters stuck where they were. Yeah. You know, three, like an episode, a season three. Like, you know, 
the characters grew up. Yeah. They developed. They, yeah. you know, their characters changed. You know, Sheldon grew and has developed some level of what one you'd almost call a personality. In, in yeah. Some, <laughs> so, well, well, he recently slept with Amy, so that was that was pretty funny. That was actually a funny episode. I think I, I quite enjoyed that. Yeah, that was better than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then was, Amy's like there. <laughs> that was that was a that was a fun episode. Yeah, and and, and yeah. her introduction as a character I thought was quite good as well. Um, yeah. and, and also Bernadette with her high pitched squealy voice, a hilarious character. Yeah. But they, they but they were also very bold in like going. You know, they did the sure they did the will they weren't they with the penny for a while, but eventually they yeah. just went nah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah and, no, I, it's, and I like that. It's a bold decision yeah. in a TV show. It's yeah, but it's it's gone strong and. There's been a lot of funny. The last episode I watched is where um, Howard and the guys have made they've made a, a guidance system, and the mil- uh, the U.S. military is interested in it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> and then Raj Raj keeps talking to the talking to the to looking at the computer screen and going, "I love America." <laughs> <laughs> they have some they have some very um a lot, a lot of guest stars in that show. One of the guest stars um which I quite like, uh, was was in one of the, the things that I quite enjoyed. Jamie, I shared with you some absolute gems this week. Of uh, Did you get a, to watch um, the PG porn video I sent you? With, I, um, no, I miss it. Like, you, you oh. send it. Like, there's times where you send it and I see it, but I'm at work and I can't, you know, watch it. Well, but we're I will, gonna I will pa- watch We're going to pause right now whilst you watch the Nathan <laughs> Fillion written by, written by the man who's going to head DC. So I think it's important that you that you watch that. So go type in Nathan Fillion, Nathan Fillion PG porn and just watch one episode. Watch one, and then 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 come back to me and tell you they tell you that the, this man is the right man with the job. What the heck was that? <laughs> that that is the head of DC, <laughs> the head of creative <laughs> for DC, flexing his creative muscles. <laughs> I wonder what was implied in that beer. Um. No idea. <laughs> there was nothing implied in that. In that, that was just simply a wholesome. So James Gunn can is is almost like uh, what's his face? Um, Seth MacFarlane. Like he can get anyone he wants, pretty much. It seems that way. It seems like he's you know he's worked with a lot of people. Yeah. Um, it's actually surprised how many people he's actually worked with, and then you sort of go, "Oh shit!" Like that was, you know, that was no. So, I Nathan Fillion is is an underrated actor. Oh no, he's fantastic. I um yeah, I just finished finished my second watch through of Castle the other day. I can't believe you made it through two times. I I, I think I, I I can't get I can't remember which season I stopped, but I felt like I had seen enough Castle. Yeah, no. Well, look, I, I think there's a point where they changed writers, and and it it went like a little spy-y. Um But look, it's good. It's just look the they almost stick the landing, but it, it's a rush. It's rushed. Like they just yeah, met, yeah. it's a great last episode, and then they kind of go like, this is how it happened. Happily ever after, you know. But that's that's expected. Sometimes you get like. You get told, obviously, you know, something with a show that running long running, you get told it's ending. 
Yeah. You got probably at the time probably got millions because you know it's a syndicated TV series. You got a million story threads in the fire still. Yeah. And you're going, they're not done yet. It's like, well, yeah, you're ending this season. Yeah. So they better be done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but like, no, yeah. But no, it was a great, it was a good last episode. It just felt rushed. Like at the, they wanted to say that and they live happily ever after. Um, and it, it was just like literally within a couple of minutes. It's just like, oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I had that. But I mean, would you prefer that to basically like the show being cancelled and then like no. no idea what the hell? Yeah. Um, no. See, I don't mind open endings if they're planned open endings. Like I, I didn't mind the last the last episode of Chuck because it was open, um, with a little bit of mystery, um, you know. But it's 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 just got to be done right, you know. And well, I do ha- very... I do hate it when shows get cancelled. They don't get to finish. Old show that I used to watch called The Pretender. The I remember that show. It ended with an explosion. They were all on a train somewhere, and it was a kaboom, and then that was it. No more. Really? <laughs> yeah. Fantastic show. I'd like to see them re- redo it. Um, Would that show work? Yeah. Heck yeah. Because it was about it's about a um, he's a kid that got kidnapped when he was a child, mm-hmm. um, and he's super intelligent. And they they used they make basically did experiments on him, like not like you know like just like um, nothing, no poking or prodding. It was like kind of like psychological experiments. Well, then that's not um, experimenting. Um, and giving him scenario they're really insanely intelligent and so basically he escapes that place and then becomes whatever he wants to help people so he can he can become a doctor like he'll have all the knowledge of a doctor within a couple of days like he's, you know oh. and then he'll go so he'll be a doctor for an episode then he'll go be a fireman for an episode and then he'll go be a fighter pilot and he just goes around um helping people and there's a lot of good um, cameos, well, cameos, um, guest appearances. They had Brian Cranston was an episode. Oh, um, the guy who played the main guy's brother uh, was um, Michael Weston from uh, Burn Notice. Michael Weston. Um, yeah, no, but look, it was a good show, but it just, it just kind of just ended. Um, and I reckon they could, they could easily. Uh, Re uh, reboot that. Well, to me, that makes sense. I mean, that's he's basically like Super Mike Ross. I mean, in terms of like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like that, that, that makes it's like Mike Mike Ross from Suits on steroids. Mm. Um, you know, you know, to me, what, what the most painful cancellation was uh, Terminator: The Sarah Chronic uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles. I love really? that show. That show was fantastic. That show gave us Summer Glow and Hall of Glory. But again, apart from that. Great show, excellent. I thought it was actually a really, uh, really interesting take on uh, sort of the Terminator um, mythology, mm-hmm. and it ended as, on like the biggest cliffhanger ever. Like all through the series, he sort of has like this weird, like through the first two seasons, like you know the the Terminator sent back is like a teenage girl, like you know mm-hmm. Summer Glau. It's like going, yeah. of course, I mean, why not? Um, <laughs> and he has a very weird and 
somewhat creepy relationship where it's like they're sort of together and then sort of not and it's all are you saying they're implying something oh they are oh no (laughs) sometimes sometimes they remove the the imply altogether like they just go like "Eh." and then like they're sending people back in the future um and it was actually really funny they'll send like those people coming out from the future to kill her yeah because they were part of the resistance and they go lately john connor's made some decisions that she has basically influenced him mm-hmm. but now she's here earlier than she's meant to be so now like the, her influence over him is going to be even stronger whereas where like where, where this girl's like going i want to see john connor and, and like um some guys kind of goes like when you speak to me you're basically speaking to john connor and then they realize so then so, you know that's yeah. how close that becomes that close yeah and so then like the series the series ends when they realized the best way to save the future was to take John Connor and send him into the future, mm-hmm. bypassing him becoming the resistance leader, bypassing like wow. um, all that. And he arrives there and, and like um, and he sees his um, um, you know he sees uh, he, like his his brother uh, his dad's brother who's like part of yeah. the resistance resistance thing. And they go, who are you? He goes, who are you? And he goes, I'm John Connor. He goes, anyone know a John Connor? No one. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, no he's human. All good. And then you see. Um, you know, Summer Glau's character, and she's patting a dog, which means she hasn't yet been turned into a Terminator, because that was the whole thing, was initially oh. she was human, got captured, they replaced her with a robot, John Connor then took the robot and reprogrammed her, and it sort of alludes that the reason why he is so close with this one, because obviously he knew he knew her before she was yeah. a Terminator, and it was like, it was going, I have so many questions, yeah, and, that, and then it's like, cancelled, I'm like, screw you, you <laughs> motherfuckers, yeah. you know, yeah. Lena Headley as Sarah Connor, I think she did an excellent job. That went on to become Cersei Lannister. Again, back to the incest thing. Very much, very, very much. <laughs> very much that theme, was, a, that was a long segue to get to implied <laughs> incest. Was, but but uh, great show. And like it had the worst thing was like we knew it was going to be cancelled because anytime mm-hmm. back in the day, this is before if this show was on streaming, it'd still be going. It'd, like you know, streaming oh, yeah. would have like no doubt. But because they moved it to Friday night in America. It, that's basically the death note of a show because yeah. Friday night in America is high school football. That's yeah. so basically if you move a show to Friday night in America, you're basically saying this show is this show is dead. And so yeah. then we all knew it was dying and was sad. I do I do I do miss this show now. Hmm. Um, but I digress. This is one of those many many things that are just going to be, I guess you almost call it unsolved, mm-hmm. un, unsolved storylines. But apart from that. Well, apart from that, I've I, I've been trying to get back into the television watching. Um, mm-hmm. Still have you know currently just you know um, doing a bit of a palate cleanse by um, watching Modern Family. I'm up to season nine. Mm. When the last time we spoke, I was I started season one. Now I'm up to season nine. <laughs> so basically, like <laughs> in the past few, the past week, like power powered yeah. through like nine seasons yeah. of Modern Family, which mm. has been which you know. I've enjoyed it thoroughly, but now I feel like I'm ready to get back into some more genre TV series. I feel like mm. I think my I feel like my palate has cleansed, and I can now yeah. go and, and watch something else. But yeah, but that's what I that's what I've been doing. And obviously, you know, sad to hear about one of our favorite shows, The Witcher, ending. It's not ending, but basically, <laughs> it it will it will. It's ending yeah. on season yeah. three because Henry Cavill is stepping away. Yeah. Oh. Sad. We can't have nice things, can we? Uh, no, well, we can, but um, but the, the sacrifice have, of another nice thing. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> you can't have both. 
I know that there are people saying you can't have your cake and eat it too. And I'm going, that's because you're dumb. Yes, you can. Mm. You buy two cakes, cut the cake in half. There's a million ways around this particular scenario. Mm-hmm. One day we'll have cloning technology. Would Would you be okay with, with Henry Cavill, uh, or no, Superman having white, a long, long white hair? <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. You just <laughs> blow my mind. So there's two movies that's gonna ha- we need to have happen now. One, Kal-El lands in the witch universe. So he's Superman strength, speed, and power in a fa- in a fantasy in a in a swords universe. Basically, like, come on, who the most like powerful human alive, like yeah. that shoots lasers yeah. fighting monsters with his bare hands. Come on. But but is he dressed as the Witcher? He would no, yeah, yeah. yeah so he's yeah. he's adopted by the by witches. So yeah. he crashes into the witcher temple, like witcher, like he crashes yeah. into to Cal, oh, Cal yeah, Morin, yeah. Okay, and yeah. then so he's raised as a witcher, but he's basically Superman still. So like oh. he can fly and he can shoot lasers from his eyes, but he's also a trained master swordsman. For some would, that, would that mean that that Lex Lex <laughs> Luthor would be out there with the kryptonite sword? Oh, see, I didn't even think about that. But there would be witches and sorcerers who would then obviously develop the kryptonite. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, develop the radioactive of his planet and create, you know, kryptonite arrows and kryptonite bows and like, you know, yeah. kryptonite magic. And there's one thing that's very clear in the lore of Superman is that Superman is vulnerable to magic. That's the one thing oh, that yeah, his Kryptonian right, yeah. body does not protect him. And, and you're in a world of magic. So, yes, when a bunch of guards say, oh, it's the Witcher, let's go beat him up. That's not going to end well for them. <laughs> no, <laughs> but you know, when a monster with a, or a spell slinging sorcerer, you know, no, that, that's that, that's an even fight. Yeah. Additionally, I'd also like to see just you know the Witcher in the DC universe <laughs> in oh, modern no, times. He would that would that would work though. That would work so well. Him and Constantine. Oh, oh. imagine, imagine, yeah, yeah. modern. Modern witches in the DC universe hunting monsters. Justice League Dark. Oh, Justice League Dark <laughs> with with you know with Geralt of Rivia. Or oh, yes. would he still be called Geralt of Rivia, or would he be like? Oh no, he'd be he'd be a different witcher. Geralt of Metropolis or something like that. Like just <laughs> Geralt of Ravenholm or Geralt of yeah. like Geralt of Gotham. Geralt of Gotham. GG. Yeah. No, it's G O G. That's perfect. Geralt of Gotham. Gerald of Gotham. Gog. Uh, <laughs> Gog, yes. G- yeah. and, and, you know, I would say I'd be happy to have him instead of Batman on my Justice League roster. Mm. Would, that, would that mean that I have then two Henry Cavills on my Justice League roster? So I have Gal Gadot, obviously, as Wonder Woman. I've, I have Jason Momoa as Aquaman. I have Amelia Clark as, as Mira because, you know, I, I'm smart. I know how to cast. I would then have Henry Cavill as Superman, but then do I have Henry Cavill as the Witcher as well on my roster? So he's basically playing two roles. Yeah, just do it. And if they can find a third role, do it. <laughs> the guy, his character from Mission Impossible that lo- that 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 um, loads his gun arms when he fights. Yeah, there you go. There's my there's, there is there is my there is my quote unquote balanced roster. Does that mean they have to see, they'll have to CGI out his mo again? Yes, <laughs> I, I love I love how contentious that was and, and how yeah. really pathetic that looked. Yeah, like you, there's some good CG, there's some bad CG. Bad CG, you know, I think would be um, 
you know, when they tried the first time they really tried to de-age, you know, um, the big Lebowski, you know, Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bridges. Yeah, in Tron. In, in their defense, that was the first time they tried to do it. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Yeah, first yeah. time they tried to do it. And, you know, they, they had some really good concept in terms of like, yeah. they kept the actor's eyes the same, yeah. as, but then they just tried to de-age his face because but, eyes are the one thing that's yeah. sort of telling. They, they um, all can't be Jurassic Park, Steven Spielberg, Jurassic Park, you know, they, 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 you all can't create something that will stand the test of time, you know. Uh, that's true peter jackson's law of the rings same thing with it yes yeah but but then obviously you've got other movies now you know i am quite impressed where i thought i wouldn't be impressed with avatar way of the water way of the i don't know something watery based because because obviously you know james Cameron saw aquaman and went that's cool Let's do that. I mean, yeah. Hey, hey, hey! I love Aquaman. Hey, yeah, Aquaman was well, awesome. Lovely. So, didn't James Cameron do some doco about going to the center as far far into the ocean as he possibly can? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so this, he this loves is his, water. He loves water. Um, I thought, I thought, like it'd be like, oh, Avatar. I have seen it all before, but you know, to be honest, to their credit, the CGI is much nicer than it was before. Like I was looking at going, like, well, it's been wow. ten years. Like, uh, like. I didn't realize how much, even 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 with you know full CJ characters as the avatars were back then, you were looking at them going, "That's incredible!" Like they look like they fit in the world, and like the, yeah. the humans look perfect, great next to them. You see like the new models they have, and I'm like, "Holy mm-hmm. crap!" Yeah, they look like the old ones look like turds, <laughs> like yeah. blue walking yeah. turds. Comparison. Yeah, at least there's no big blue penis like there was in the Watchmen, but again, that's you know preference. Well, you don't know that the big blue penis is implied, Chris. Yeah, the tails imply the big blue penis. Yeah. Also bestiality, but that's a whole separate other conversation. Um, <laughs> brought to you by obviously Rebecca Castles, the Rising Dawn series. Re- collect it now on available on Amazon and on with your download on your Kindle, the Kindle, the device that will outlive us all. They are indestructible, mm-hmm. probably, and their battery life is amazing. Kindle. <laughs> now speaking of um werewolf. I have a few jokes for you, Jamie. Okay, bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it. What do you call a werewolf with no legs? What? Anything you like. He can't chase you. (laughs) What do you call a sleeping werewolf? What? An unaware wolf. (laughs) When do... (laughs) This one's bad. When do werewolves go trick-or-treating? When? Halloween. <laughs> That's no, no, just no. <laughs> what happens to the werewolf that fell into the washing machine? What? It became a washing werewolf. <laughs> like, where are you? Where are you getting these? <laughs> What's a werewolf's favorite day of the week? Moon what? day. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You should be saving these for when Rebecca Castle comes. What happened to the werewolf that swallowed a clock? What? He got ticks. (laughs) (laughs) What do you get when you cross a werewolf and a pet dog? What? A terrified postman. (laughs) (laughs) How do werewolves eat lunch? How? They wolf it down. Oh my god. <laughs> what do you call a werewolf that can't decide what to wear? What? A what to werewolf. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Oh, but ding cha. There it is. We've done dad jokes. I decided to theme it up for the Halloween. Do some werewolf yeah. jokes. But you know, for when, you the, all. When, the, when this releases, it's like, you know, I mean, it is Halloween week, but it's, you know. I don't care. But I do, before we, the, before we go on to the next, um, to, to actually, I think we have a topic and I think you've got some things to, to cover. I want to talk about the inspirational story I read today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, Miss Argentina and Miss Puerto Rico reveal that they are married. I tell you, I want to see this movie. This will be a great film. What an inspirational I... story. They met on the pageant circuit. Now they are happily married. But you know they would ruin it. How could they ruin that film? Because it's 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 almost... Um, it's like when you do uh, video game movies, you know how they rarely land? Yep. Well, the same thing is for true stories. Because my, although it may be a great film, sometimes it is not accurate. So they're going to change things and you probably won't like it. You don't know. You've got a valid point there. But it just seems like, you know, it's a simple story. A tale as old as time. Two of the most attractive people on earth attend a beauty pageant, fall in love and get married. I mean, it's a tale as old as time. Beauty and the Beast. Aladdin. And then, you know, and then, you know, in the future, they'll be saying, you know, that, that whole thing tells the big tales of all the time. You know, you got your Beauty and the Beast, you got your Aladdin, mm-hmm. you got your Miss Argentina, Miss Puerto Rico. Every tale is as old as time. Like, no, it's going to be one no. of those legendary tales that will outlive us all. You can dream that it will. I just, you know, as someone who's disappointed in things all the time. Um, I, I choose to believe in love in this circumstance, Jamie. No, I no, choose you, to believe. You, 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 can, you can believe in love, but I just know if they made a movie about it, it would suck. Depends who made it. There's only one man that could really make this film. <laughs> Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> Michael Bay. Ah, oh, you want explosions. Michael no, but... Bay will do this film justice. So they won't be supermodels. Like it'll go back and they'll be like awkward high school. Yes. With ner- with nerdy glasses. Looking nerdy exactly glasses. The same. That's right. Victoria's yeah. Secret models in glasses going, look at that nerd. <laughs> the, yeah. the ultimate Michael Bainer. Yeah, she's she's getting and they're getting bullied in high school. Yes. And what was that film that was it a Michael Bay film that we watched? It was, wasn't it? But is it Bad Boys? He did Bad Boys, yeah. Yeah, no, the the recent one. Uh yeah, I don't I don't know. Maybe he just produced it. I don't know if he directed it. Because do you remember they had like the nerdy IT guy, Alexander um, Ludwig. Yeah. Alexander Ludwig is like six foot five, probably, is yeah. tall, muscular, and like, and he plays, you know, Bjorn Ironsides on Vikings because of how massively, you know, muscular he is. Yeah. And there he is wearing glasses and a polo shirt going, I'm a nerd. And I'm going, mm. what a perfect Michael Bay nerd this man is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Michael Bay didn't direct it. But it felt very Michael Bay-ish. Well, I think they wanted to aim for the same feel, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, so then taking, like, this um, this muscular human and making him a nerd, perfect yeah. Michael Bayness. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I mean, I've seen IT tech people. They don't look like that. <laughs> they don't look <laughs> like that. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a recruitment... Yeah. We need more attractive people in IT. in IT. How do we get that? Yeah, that 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 would be the weirdest 
that's just weird. Mm-hmm. I did not know that actor was Canadian. There you go. Well, most of them are. They're not Canadian. They're British. I know. It's all. It's <laughs> almost like America are not producing. Well, you know. Um, well, Canada is part of America. Well, but you know, well, mm-hmm. Northern America, I suppose you call it. But it's almost like you know, America itself. The you know, America. They're not producing enough actors. What what is going on there? Uh, no idea. But uh, apparently, Ryan Gosling was in Sydney this week. Mm-hmm filming um the great i think it's the gray man the sequel to the gray man whatever it is um and my boss was doing a um delivery and he saw the car that he was allegedly on some fancy car a fancy car yeah so just when you watch the movie if you watch the movie uh ryan gosling will be driving some fancy car in some car chase and Okay. My boss that was, was in that was in Sydney, was it? In Sydney, yeah. My boss my boss was really excited. He's like, Oh, it was a cool car. Oh, interesting. All right, I'll I'll have we will have to check that out when that arrives. Mm-hmm. But you know, some of again his films are um hit and it, miss. Yeah. I'll say. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, I've like again. I'm going to say something that you know, I, that, that that I say with just sheer and unadulterated pride. I am a married man who also dated, obviously, to become other become married, and I have never seen the Notebook. Well, neither all have I. yes, but you don't date. That's the difference. All <laughs> bow before my brilliance of avoiding this one particular film that apparently is the cornerstone of the let's stay home and watch a movie uh, staple and I have managed to avoid it one, throughout my many years of marriage and two, also throughout my many years of dating I also managed to avoid this film and I, you know, it has been difficult I won't deny that, it has been it has been difficult but I still stand here amongst you all with this <laughs> grand achievement. Jimmy, do you have an <laughs> equally great achievement that you'd like to boast about now whilst, we're, whilst, we've, whilst we've come to the uh, brag section of our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> You're throwing me on the spot, but what, what, what can I brag about? Um, I mean, that, that was my flex. What's your flex? Well, look, I once fist bumped Will Arnett, the voice of Lego, bump, Lego Batman. Um, albeit I met met megan fox on the same day but i still maintain that i fist bumped will arnett and it was a genuine fist bump how genuine no it was it was a solid two 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 seconds seconds contact two seconds two seconds now now i hate to ask Mm -hmm. when you pulled away was there a twist and an explosion small explosion like not not like a you know but but it no, was, like, was, but was there a? Did, so you there, there was, there did, was. A little, did, there did was, you guys then lock it down and then explode with your fingers? Like, did that? Was that? A, was it a true moment of a fist bump, or are you talking about basically saying I'm only half erect? Like, come on, like you know, it's it's full or nothing. It was there. There there was an explosion, but it wasn't like it, it was an awkward fist bump because I was leaning over a railing, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you lock it down? Yes, of course. Obviously. 
But the explosion wasn't expressed. It sounds like the explosion was not well, spectacular. Well, yeah, because it was, uh, you know, like if it, if there was a real explosion, there would have been minimal shrapnel and damage because it was a tight corridor. Um, mm. Just the angle of the explosion was a bit. Sure, sure. You know. I'm very, I'm very disappointed then for you. Um, so I think, I think it's very clear your goal in life is to finish this fist bump. Okay. Fist bump, lock it down, and then fingers explosions. Like yeah. All right. I'll, I'll put the memo out. out. You know, you know, it has been eight years since that happened. But Will Arnett, if you are listening, <laughs> let us let the man finish what next, he started. Next time you're in Australia. <laughs> As, they, as that Halo series says, finish the fight. But I keep forgetting that, that he's also American. So then the next game is, here's another fight. And then the next game, <laughs> yeah. also, we destroyed th- that race. Here's another fight. And then towards the end, it's like going, now they're coming to fight you. Mm-hmm. Halo, America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, look, I, I don't have much to brag about. Look, uh, if you gave me notice, I'd probably think of something, but you know. I don't give anyone notice on anything. I didn't even give myself no. notices. Notices for those who don't have interesting lives. Uh, I, I do. Well, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. I, it, it's a bit hard when I'm working six days a week and it's just like, you know, it kind of wears you out. You violin. Don't wanna be. No, I don't know. Being by myself is pretty cool. Yes, it's chill. Fair enough. Fair enough. I will brag about that. No. Um. Wow, that's like that's like those sad. You're like the sad cat lady, but you don't have a cat. No, gosh, no. Uh, My niece got a cat, and. I've already asked them if we can name it Leonard. <laughs> oh my god. That's something that's something we both can brag about. Now, Chris. The Leonard story is one of legend. Why don't you even even if you've told it before, let us let us let yeah. us remind people of your greatness. It. I may have mentioned it, but I think it's um, time you remind people. No, well of this 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 was this is one of our our greatness. We're sure. gonna be honest, because I can't remember. It wasn't it wasn't was. look, there was I, you could you, you could absolutely argue that they that this was a team effort because it took more yeah. than one human to pull this to <laughs> yeah. pull this trick yeah. off. So so basically at the, at the time I think it was maybe fifteen years ago um, I was living with my sister and her husband and they just bought a new kitten, um, and they said, "Here's our new kitten. Its name is Dash." we need you to look after it for three weeks while we go away on a holiday to the UK. And I go, that was that first mistake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, because for the next three weeks straight, and I think this was probably tied in with our Stargate session. Of it was yes, watching it was. a lot of Stargate. So you came around nearly every day and we went to this little kitten, Leonard, 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 Leonard. Hello, Leonard, Leonard. And I never, and you know, no, it was it was it was even more than that. I've never seen you pat a cat before, <laughs> but he was sitting on your lap, loving it, and you're stroking your head. You're stroking your head, going, Leonard, Leonard, Leonard. Your name is Leonard, Leonard, Leonard. And he was like, the cat was like, literally, the cat was in cloud nine. He was like, going, oh, this is the best. 
Oh, yes, my name must be Leonard. <laughs> Tell us what happened next, Jamie. Yeah. Well, basically, they come back, they came back from holidays. Um, I went, Oh, Dashie, and the cat just did not respond to them or look at them at all. And I literally in, in a sitcom fashion, stuck my head around the corner and went, Leonard, and the little ears popped up. And our achievement was made. Was, was solidified. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were not thrilled about the no, name they of the were. <laughs> <laughs> And then they palmed it off onto me. They went, it's your cat now. Well, yes. I mean, okay. okay. <laughs> like, I don't like cats. But, okay. But do you understand why they palmed it off to you? Yeah. Right? yeah like, you yeah, do get yeah. that. The fact that <laughs> yeah, I do. If you rename a cat, <laughs> like the amount of effort you put into that. Yeah. You, like... <laughs> there's an astonishing amount of effort required to rename an animal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that cat was, ended up being so messed up. Um, yeah, yeah. I heard that, like, it's not the it most, had It uh, had a complex. Um, and it was just a pain in general. Like, it, it, it would poop once in the kitty litter and expect you to change it every single time it's pooped. Ugh. And and you couldn't just take take the poo out and shuffle it around a bit. It was like no. Women always expect you to flush the toilet. I know, right? That's just, <laughs> that's just like yeah, you're there. Yeah, yeah. I, get I, I get that. I get But that's our one of our greatest achievements. No, you know what? I think Jamie, that is a that is a fine achievement, and you should be proud of that because again, we renamed a cat. Yes, against the against the owner's will. <laughs> Anyone can rename a cat if they've been given the ability and asked yeah. to rename the cat. We did it against their owner's <laughs> will. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, Jamie, I do believe you have a topic you wanted to discuss today. <laughs> yes. Well, I wanted to jump on the, ironically, the housewife bandwagon. Woo! Yes. Yes. Although, <laughs> I've gone for the, you know, true crimes. But they're going to be, you know, interesting or pretty mundane um, because everyone does murder. Everyone does the, oh, my husband loved me very much, but then he killed me. You know, like I wanted, oh. you know, so these are, these are, I'm going to present to you, these to you, like a true crime podcast. Excellent. Although they're going to be mundane and maybe not exciting and maybe you can have some theories to lighten them up. All right. Let her rip, uh, young man. Let her rip. Oh, okay, so the first one. Now, this is coming to you from... I will say in advance, there's a lot of Florida in these. <laughs> <laughs> because Flo while Florida might be the one of the most livable states um, in the US, from what I've heard, it is also one of the most interesting crime states. That's because people live free, Jamie. That's because <laughs> people live free and they freely express themselves. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, this is this is coming from this first one is coming from uh, February 9th, 20, 2016. So a while ago. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Authorities in Florida have arrested a man accused of throwing a live alligator through a restaurant drive through window. Investigators identified Joshua James of Jupiter, Florida, as the man who tossed the three and a half foot reptile into a Wendy's last fall. He faces three charges related to the incident. 
aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, un- <laughs> unlawful sale, possession, or transporting of an alligator, and petty theft. James, 24, was taken into custody and booked into the Palm Beach County Detention Center on Monday, as first reported by NBC. I can just imagine the Florida judge there looking at the charges going, well, possession, I can understand. <laughs> um, you know, you know weapon, weapons or, you know what, you're not first time crime, I get that. Transport and, and, and carrying the concealment of an alligator. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but this petty theft, <laughs> I'm going to throw you in jail. And I'm going to lock away the... You make me sick. So, do you think this was a mafia-style hit, but Florida-style? No, because I'm looking at the guy. um, And he's not Italian and and wearing a fancy suit? No. Now, Jamie, picture this, if you will. Yes. We make... We make... It's obviously because we have to set it in Boston so we can have Ben Affleck make it. We're going to make it a, a, a Boston. A oh, yeah, you a cop? We're going to have a Boston crime epic about a cop goes on to cover into the into the Irish mafia. <laughs> but instead of guns, everyone has alligators. Yes. No, I, I can see that. I can see that. And they make and they throw them at each other. <laughs> that's the that's the method of you know. So wait, wait, drive-by wait, wait. gatoring would be a thing. You know, they drive by and throw all these gators out into the. So, so it's like Adam West on Family Guy with the with the cat gun. Yes, but they're alligators, <laughs> and then you know, then you know, they have you know, they go to the metal detector and they, you know they show open up the thing and they they like you know they go to the big they go to like the big crime meeting and you know how the they, they normally take the guns and put them in like put them on the table. Everyone whips out their alligators and puts it on the table. <laughs> and they continue on their crime meeting like as if nothing's, like, like, nothing's weird at all. I think Ben Affleck should make this film. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I could see him doing it. Um, all right. Let's, let's move uh, a little bit further into the future to uh, May 2020. Oh, recently. A Virginia man was arrested Friday after he and a friend were allegedly caught shoplifting alcohol while wearing hollowed-out watermelons as homemade face masks. Justin Rogers, <laughs> 20. This is a funny bit. Justin Rogers, 20, posted a TikTok video on May 5th that appeared to show him and another man buying two watermelons, scooping them out and wearing them on their heads as they uh, go grocery shopping. The melons entirely cover the men's faces except for two eye holes. So essentially, they robbed a store with masks in, you know, watermelon masks, but they made a video on TikTok about them yeah. making but that, masks. That makes sense because, you know, every time, you, every time you're a gamer, Jamie, mm-hmm. every time you talk about a cool moment, people always say, picks or it didn't happen. Yeah. And so these, these, <laughs> these brave young men, Want to make sure that people said picks or it didn't happen, they could say, Well, look at this. Do you think they posted that thinking that because there's they you know no one's gonna realize, or do you think they realized they post that because they believe that there's just a swath of watermelon mask wearing criminals out there that you know, how would they distinguish them one from another? Or do you think that you know this is solved by you know they go into they go into the store? 
this this hardened cop walks in, cigar in his mouth, long trench coat, goes into the section, and he, and he turns around and goes, he, he takes the, the takes a deep drag of his cigarette and looks up at this man. This man, Henry Cavill, <laughs> wearing a grocery clerk's apron in the fruit aisle with his hair slicked back, and he goes, Never thought I'd see you here, Callahan. And he goes, Chief, what do you want? I got a crime that only you can solve, Callahan. I'm done with that. Don't give me that, Callahan. There's never been a better crime detective and watermelon expert in the force than you. And right now we need both of your skills. Henry Cavill turns and says, I've given up that crime. To tell you what happened, they hollowed them out. What? They just bought them, cut them open, and wore them like masks. Those sick bastards. Watermelon cop coming from ABC. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to say the last one because of the amount of effort you put into that, but I actually like to think that they're, they're, they're convinced that there's a lot of people out there wearing watermelon <laughs> No, I, like it's it's a Pixar dinner. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's not some sort of crime fighting cop that is yeah. an expert at solving crime and also a watermelon expert. Yeah, <laughs> as much as I would Hold want up. that. Hold up. Uh copyright Chris Park. <laughs> what to use that? Um, watermelon cop, or even better, fruit cops. Fruit, fruit, fruit cop. <laughs> Clubs that specialize in crimes only revolt that only oh my based gosh. on fruit-based crimes. Also, or, or it's basically, um, you know, produce cops, R-rated R- um, vegetables. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> produce crimes. This man was choked by a banana. Well, I've got just the man. He walks over there, goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at this beauty. What is that? <laughs> that is a Southern Queensland-grown banana. Can't you see by the peelings here? Definitely from the south part of Queensland. Now, some people might say Gold Coast, but no, this one's definitely, this one's imported. We got to go down to little Australia. Got to go down to little <laughs> Sydney. Good night, mate. How's it going? <laughs> We're looking for a man who sells southern Queensland bananas. Oh, well, come to the right place here. I just sold a couple of bananas to uh, that man over there. Then it cuts <laughs> to a man basically holding a bunch of uh, like like a grocery bag full of bananas. And they go stop, and they chase him. And then it comes to the, the interrogation scene, and you know they have, to, they have to break this man. And they go, I'm just I'm just buying bananas. Uh, oh, Tony Salado, hitman, for, hitman for the Staten Island family, just buying a bag of bananas, eh? Hey. Uh, free country, anyone can buy bananas. I, I enjoy making the smoothies and the banana bread you see. You're a goddamn killer, don't you know? <laughs> Fruit cups. No, that, that has to be a thing. Um, <laughs> now, I want to take you back to Florida. Hey, we're going back to Florida. <laughs> In 2019. A man calling himself the rooster brought a horse to act as his getaway from a home burglary in Florida. But the horse wandered away while the man ended up behind bars. <laughs> Authorities arrested 52-year-old Lonnie Maddox Thursday after he and a horse named Angel were spotted on the security camera footage wandering around the Newport Ritchie home. Wait, 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 wait. 
was the horse in on the crime? <laughs> well, it, with a name that like um, Angel, no, no, obviously. It said the camera. So basically, like, the, <laughs> did they have camera footage? Did they have it of him just riding the horse, no, or did they have camera footage of him like? Getting out no. the lock picks and the horse standing there all nervous like and going, oh, man, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> no, from what I can tell, um, he brought the horse with him. So I don't think he was riding it, but like he was going to ride it as a getaway. But he basically said, stay here, horse, <laughs> while he went to do the crime. But, you know. Don't uh, you know, one, like all good video games, you must equip the horse. Yeah, you must equip it to then the upper button on your control panel, like in like in Ghost of Tsushima, so you can then quickly call the horse for the getaway. He did, yeah. Well, he he didn't learn the whistle. He didn't learn the whistle again. Rookie mistake. He again. Yeah. I know it's. I know, and I don't know. You know, maybe or maybe it was just a kind of a Skyrim horse scenario where like he did ha- he brought the horse, but the horse glitched out, and yeah. then he was basically left there without a horse. Or maybe he thought it was a video game horse. And he tried to whistle, but the horse was... <laughs> the horse is long gone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, that, why did they arrest him? Like, what did he... What crime well, did he actually he, do? He broke in. No. Broke but it, did he actually enough. steal anything? Uh, I don't know if they actually say that. Because this world needs a better class of criminal. Oh, here's the, thing, here's the thing, Jamie. If we keep arresting all these interesting criminals... We are never going to get a Batman. No. How no, no. are we going to convince Elon Musk to dress up as Batman <laughs> and fight crime at night if we keep arresting these interesting criminals? That's that's true. But then, if we lock them all up, maybe we'll get a, like a um... Arkham Asylum scenario where they, they basically yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah again yeah you throw them in there because they're not quite done, so not quite crazy enough. Maybe throw them in there, give them like some playing cards and like some lipstick. And just see what happens. This is just your bank go, Come on, start laughing, start drawing on your face. Because that's that's what the world needs. What you know, these hardened criminals who do actual crime terribly, you know, shooting people and things. No, 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 those are bad. We need some some eccentric robbers and things of that yeah. nature to really get Elon Musk out of his newly newly established Twitter HQ to fight crime, like all good billionaires should do. Yeah, but uh, just just to summarize this up, for a little more information, he didn't even own the horse. Um, <laughs> so wait, was <laughs> the so he did stole he steal the horse. horse? Well, they said. Um, what did he borrow the it, horse? It isn't clear whether or not he had permission to take the horse. Take the horse. Um, how, how, so he stole a man's horse. Yeah, allegedly. No. Allegedly stole. Stole, stole or borrowed. To go on a crime spree, to uh... you see, I don't think it was stealing the horse then, was it? No, well, yeah, I, I don't think it was charged on that. It was more so the breaking and entering. Yeah, because like basically, it's one of those things where it's like going, you know, um, re- remember that scene in The Simpsons where they went to the where it's like um, the mafia had a pet store. Yeah, and they're going, you know, I'm after a bunny. "Quote unquote." To, to, uh, <laughs> what kind of bunny are you after? An automatic bunny? <laughs> a bunny that explodes? Maybe this was the kind of thing where, like, you know, plausible deniability. The man, you know, goes, "I'm not gonna. You, know, you can't borrow my horse. I'm just gonna leave it right here. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm gonna just 
walk away, and if someone was or happened to take it and commit an excellent crime, well, that's not on me, is it? I didn't do anything. Once again, Jamie, only in Florida can these these great and prosperous crimes happen. Now, now for the most violent one. No, oh. but, but one that's up your alley. Okay. At least to a degree. I'm not implying anything. Um, uh, not 100 where where this one was from. But let's just let's assume Florida, Ontario, <laughs> Ontario, Canada. All right. Okay. Well, Maria Del Carmen asked definitely, a neighbor. Definitely Canada. Asked <laughs> asked a neighbor to store her box of sex toys while police. While police investigated her home for clues of her missing husband, the neighbors got suspicious once the box started to stink. To their horrible <laughs> surprise, they discovered that the box contained nothing but the rotting head of Del Carmo's missing husband. The rest of her remains were never found. <laughs> hey, can you borrow the, Can you look after this box of dildos? Uh, okay. No, no. This can only happen in one city. Chicago, Britain, <laughs> oh, England, Britain. <laughs> because she, she was like going, they'll be so terribly embarrassed about the sex toys they won't open the box. And the two loving couples sitting there going, Should, what's that smell? Well, it's probably the sex toys, dear. Should we go take a look? No, 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 don't do that. That's rude. We're, it's neighbourly. We have to sit there and, you know, as the smell <laughs> intensified. It goes. I think there's something in the box. No, we're not going to look at them. That's not, that's not who we are. We're not sex toy people, Karen. We're not <laughs> sex toy people, are we? Maybe, maybe one time they got really drunk and they go, well, we have a box. Well, it is about time for our uh, yearly romp in the woods. And then they went to the box, opened it and be like, ah, head! <laughs> <laughs> uh, has to be, has to be England. There's yeah. only one, there's only one yeah. place where that, where that, that yeah. story makes any kind of sense. It's like, you could put the box anywhere, you know? <laughs> Like, 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 but do you think? Do you think it was like they were coming to investigate? Then she went ran with the box, or do you think she gave them the box and then planned that ahead? Like, because that seems like really poor planning. Yeah, um, I kind of feel it was like a spur of the moment thing. Yeah, yeah. But I wonder if she said like, "Can you please hold this while say whilst you know because the cops are investigating my house because they think I killed my husband." Would you? I mean. No. That's a loaded question there. Yeah, like you, you, there's too many scenarios to too many scenarios that happen. But again, we all agree that that's in England. England, okay, um, possibly. All right, moving along to Auburn, Washington. Uh, police in the state of Washington believe somebody is stealing from a local grocery store. And also apparently living somewhere in the store ceilings between his alleged thefts. Wait, they haven't caught him? <laughs> no. So basically, <laughs> this guy's living in the ceiling, popping down, going, I'll have some of that. And then... <laughs> Wait, I mean, it would take probably, like, what do you mean? What do you mean they haven't caught the man yet? <laughs> Find some more. Um... But, is it, but is it actually okay. a person? Or is it just a very clever raccoon? Yeah. Aub Auburn Police Commander Mike Herman said that authorities have even tried using infrared heat mapping scanners and K9 units to try and find the suspect with no success. 
That makes no sense. Again, it has to be a raccoon, right? It has to be some adventurous little raccoon. Because that, no, that well, makes... no, well, no, they got they got him on video, and he's got like a full backpack with him. Well, then this is obvious what's going to happen there, don't you? Don't you know? What? As they're investigating this backpack man, a, cl- a car blaring thunderstruck's going to rock up at a, a sixty-seven um, Impala, and two brothers will get out. <laughs> Flashing fake detective badges and discussing about a murder that happened several years ago at this very site. And a man was stealing fruit, fell down, broke his neck, and now he's stuck in a loop of stealing fruit. Yeah. I mean, this this is a supernatural episode, right? This is this is what's happened, yeah. right? Like, this is oh, it, it's it's the one that didn't make the. Uh... <laughs> it wasn't it made the yeah. yeah. Well, they they didn't make the Winchester Chronicles. Like it, didn't, it they, wasn't they good need, enough. They needed they needed a filler episode yeah this uh, does feel like a filler episode it's particularly even also the the random like or, like you know Erwin washington random state some sort of hot girl at the bar will give him a clue this yeah this, again this 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 whole thing is a supernatural episode like 100 percent. now I'd, I'd be remiss if i didn't mention another one from florida mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of florida, the florida um, world, now, man. i think you're gonna have a field day with this one uh chris a self-proclaimed saint threatened to unleash an army of turtles <laughs> up, upon boardwalk goers in Florida, police say. Thomas uh, Devaney, uh, Thomas Devaney Lane, uh, 61, is accused of disturbing people on Wavecrest Avenue boardwalk in Brevard County on Sunday by yelling out obscenities constantly, calling himself the saint, saying his turtle army will destroy them and stating they would all see what would happen in an hour, according to an Indialantic uh, Police Department arrest affidavit uh, obtained by Oxygen.com. Uh, so that's some dude. <laughs> I am the saint, and I will unleash my turtle army on you. Again, why are we arresting that man? Why are we not giving that man... A whole bunch of plutonium, a bunch of turtles, <laughs> and then just see what he can do. Just basically yeah. going, <laughs> like, can you figure this out? Imagine that a man who can summon turtles on you. Yeah. Calling himself the saint. That's amazing. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Um, okay. So the real crime was probably just disturbing the peace um, and not provide but- and not providing an army of turtles. Again, like if if, some, if 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 a man came out and said, "In an hour, I'm going to unleash my army of turtles," I'm going to sit there and be like, "I, I got an hour," uh, like like you know, <laughs> like you know, or at least you know, I'm going to go get an ice cream. I'm going to do this. I'll oh come sure, back. sure. I'll come then back come back. back yeah, like so to ask him, like you know, is it a hard hour or like 45? Like you know, should I come yeah. early? Like you know, like what's the situation with the turtles? Are they are they punctual creatures? Yeah. I, f- I feel whether with a turtle, you probably do have probably an hour, an hour and a half, even maybe to like, yeah. you know. One, there's a, like, like, if, and also what kind of turtles are they? Because was he clear in turtle or tortoises? No, he said turtles. So they're the webbed feet ones then, and then essentially they're not yeah. really land based turtles. So it's going to take him a while to get up into the boardwalk. Like, yeah. 
And, and are, they, they, are they going to climb up there or are they going to like stack themselves like shells and build a bridge based upon their own shells and then like slowly I mean, walk up? Yeah. For all we know, there could be sea turtles. It's, it's Florida, you know. Um, a big sea turtles. Or, yeah. You know. And they have like a hundred babies, don't they? They do. They're, most of them die though. Like that is yeah. literally, that is like what parenting well, that is. Yeah. Well, may, maybe that's why they didn't turn up. You know, <laughs> they're coming. <laughs> <laughs> he rallied them with it with an epic speech and they they all lined up and he said yes they're coming <laughs> and then they all got eaten as they tried to yeah. as they were hatching the eggs yeah yeah that that sounds that sounds more realistic you know a turtle scenario but again if you see a crazy person that's saying they're going to summon an army of animals within an hour mm-hmm. you are obliged to figure out and wait to see if he yeah. can do it because yeah. that would be impressive Jamie, if you had an army of animals, not turtles, what would you summon? Um, but well, it can't you... be, it can't be like like you know, you can't summon an army of lions or like an army of no. bears or an no. army of no, no. it has to be something something interesting. What would you summon? Interesting. As your army? Uh, off the top of my head, ferrets. <laughs> an army of ferrets. <laughs> well, a lot of people hate ferrets, so it, you know. yeah, that, that's because they're long penises. Like they're literally like. Have you smelled okay, a ferret? Fine. fine. An army of ducks. No, no, ferrets. No, ferrets. <laughs> oh, wow. We're getting rapey there. <laughs> okay, yeah, we're, we're uh, back to your ferrets idea. Now, what would your supervillain moniker be? Like, are you the ferret man? Or what would you call no, that, this? No, that's, that's, that's too easy. Um, uh, I, I don't know, to be honest. Um, maybe maybe I'd, I'd be British... I put a British accent on and I would be called Ferret. The Ferret. Ferret. Wait, why are you why are you putting a British accent on the Because it because it's so, it's because it sounds fancy. And and obviously I'm insane, so you know. Yeah, but then if you're calling them the Ferret, shouldn't you be then French and then have them all wearing grays? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my I god, suppose, that's well, better. Well, I, I am one quarter French, so they're all you you're, you're wet, you've got stale baguettes as the like clubs. And you're wearing berets, and all of your ferrets <laughs> also wear berets, also having their own stale yes. baguettes. And you know, it's just a violent street mob of ferrets. Yeah. I am Ferret. Ferret. <laughs> Ferret. Ferret. You will feel the wrath of Ferret. Oh, for... <laughs> a, Ferret. That is amazing. You know what? I'd fight that. Because when you think about it, depends on how many you could summon. Even if you summoned like 600. No one's stopping you if you have 600 ferrets running at yeah. you. Because know. if there are 600 ferrets and they're running and they're all carrying, they're wearing French berets and they have breadsticks in their hand, mm-hmm. you know, ready for combat. What? A, like, that's just going to, that is going to freak people out. Yeah. Um, what kind of control would you have over the ferrets? Like, basic commands or just full, like, literally, like, look, their I- personalities and names and things? Maybe a little bit of both, but um, I was more thinking Ant Man technology, kind of, you know. Oh, okay. You know, just the so, so not so not like um, Rat Catcher kind of thing where they can no. somewhat. Okay, yeah. So basically, no. so you don't have a cool ferret that like sits on your shoulder and like the leader of the ferrets, like. No. Well, I could probably make him, you know, do that, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes that makes sense. So, so it's so an Ant Man like ability, but for ferret, but, but, but yeah, you know, for ferrets. Yeah. Then you should be called Ferret Man. Like that's just you know. Ferret, but no, you know, that, that's if you're the hero because yeah. you know what? Because you're Ferret. 
I would have to be the hero called Ferret Man. And like a good Marvel film, we have the same power. So basically, we stand there opposite each other, and these ferrets just—they're awkward. They're looking back and forth, like, yeah. like, like it's the like, come to daddy, come to daddy, like you know. No, when no, 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 no. People are You've got over ferrets. A cat. I've got guinea pigs because they're like, slightly similar powers. But only you know your guinea pigs would die after two weeks. Yeah, that's why I need a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, like I need I, a lot of guinea pigs, and they scare easy. Oh. Yeah, maybe not. Not. Like maybe, they, they, they maybe literally scare. Maybe not gu- but like, maybe not guinea pigs, but it's a Marvel yeah. film. Boxes. And so you're the you're the villain, you have ferrets. I have to be the hero because it's science-based, and I have to have a very similar power set. But your power set must be better than my power set because you built your power set off my power set. So you had a chance yeah. to you, you advanced it <laughs> because this yeah. is a Marvel film. So and, and I, I'm, I'm slightly better than you. Yeah, you're slightly better than me <laughs> yeah. in, in this particular hero battle because yeah. you know, so you've got ferrets. What about I foxes? Would... No, because foxes would eat ferrets, obviously. That's too powerful. Like, my power must be weaker than yours, obviously. All right, okay. Um, you know, that, that but you know, that's that's the general that's the like, it's a Marvel film, so that's the, we have to stick to the traditions. Mm-hmm. What are those little what what are those little flightless birds? The little hens. Oh, like a swamp hen. Yes. <laughs> swamp hen? The... Yes. Yes. Wow. So I can control an army of swamp hens. That's kind of scary, though. <laughs> you control an army of ferrets, <laughs> and we have the same power. Yours is slightly better, and we battle in we battle in New York City in the, with the backdrop of some kind of sky beam because it's a Marvel film. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um... And after the battle, there's an end credit scene where I'm introduced to Tony Stark because you know because <laughs> it's an Avenger film. Yeah. And then I'm going to join this is you know. Swamp Hand Man will return in 2024. <laughs> uh, and, and, and the character that's going to bring you in, um, officially tie you in, is Howard the Duck. Oh, would, wouldn't you that do that? Would, that yes. Uh, Howard the Duck tie-in. Yeah. Because then essentially the next film would be Swamp Man, uh, sorry, Swamp Hand Man and Howard. Yeah. You know. The feathered, the feathered soldiers. That's the, yeah. that's the, that's yeah, yes. You know that yes, because essentially that's a, the spin-off. The, the, the first film where you got the powers. That's probably the lead into an Avenger kind of conflict. Then there's the Avenger kind of conflict. Then obviously Swamp Hand Man meets Howard the Duck during this Avenger kind of conflict, and then they get their own spin-off movie. You know, because maybe people don't believe that Swamp Hand Man is strong enough to stand on his own, so they have to bring Howard Duck into that film to really sell that box office, mm-hmm. that, you know, that sweet Howard the Duck money. Um, because he got with um, Leah Tom, Leah Thompson's wife. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So you know, hey, that's that's if you get if you can get yeah, if you can get her, that's a good, that's a good get. But but then obviously because people would fall in love with foray like they did with loki you would get your own spin-off series eventually uh, yes um and then you'd be you know uh, you know you, you'd all you'd appear in my in my sequel and then also in my trilogy but in the, by the time you're in my by the time you're in swamp hand man's trilogy you would be a beloved you know almost more beloved than swamp hand man yourself yeah. and when you die heroically to save swamp hand man that's when people are going to really call for that for that for that yeah. uh, disney plus show that's in, in there and then they're gonna make a bunch of crappy business plus shows, but then all the crappy <laughs> ones 
Foray is the better of the like, you know, when yeah. you look at them, you go, they're all yeah. they all suck, but Foray's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Consider it done. Kevin Baggy. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Let's see if you can make that yeah. Kevin Baggy. <laughs> Um, yeah, I probably would try anything at this point. Um, yeah, all his ideas aren't sticking, so he has to yeah. try something. So, I have two honorable mentions uh, to wrap mm-hmm. it up. Yep, one, one I'm actually quite impressed with. Um, an eBay fraudster kept entering a Lego store, switching the barcodes on merch and buying items for a fraction of their price so he could auction them. He made thirty thousand dollars this Ooh. way. Oh, but, got ca- but got caught and went to prison. He also happened to be the vice president at a software company, so the guy was already rich. So why was he doing it? Probably for the thrill, the love of the game. Like was it was it was it, was it like a I love stealing. God, I love stealing. Well, it it was a different kind of stealing. Like you know, it's like I I mean. When we both worked at supermarket way back, way back, way back when, people used to do that all the time. They'd come in and they'd peel off the markdown price sticker yeah. and put it on something else. Yeah, but then obviously then you'd scan it and they go, oh, yeah. it's on markdown, check it on that. Yeah. No, that's, you know, again, he's a bored house husband. Yeah. Petty theft is one of his things. That's fine. I get that. I, I understand the man. And, you know, we made 30K, so. Yeah, but that's the thing. Rich always want to get richer. Yeah, that's it. And finally, <clears throat> no, this one isn't from Florida. Oh. A Manchester gang built a 40-foot underground tunnel to break into a blockbuster to Robert's ATM. Months of work over the course of years netted them under $10,000. <laughs> For one, I mean... It's a blockbuster, so like yeah, this, is, this, this is probably back in the day though. Yeah, but still, even still, like how much money yeah. is actually in that ATM? Like, yeah. you know, it's yeah. a blockbuster. Like, yeah. You know. yeah. Yeah, but you, know, you can put all that work and you get ten thousand dollars. But doesn't that almost feel like maybe to them that was a lot of money? Maybe that was all they needed. Well, if it was the nineties, you know, or, or the height of blockbuster. Because those late fees, now that's that's where you know that's where the real in. money's at. Yeah, that's where they're, <laughs> they're all rolling in. You know yeah. what was it? Late fees and rewind fees and other things that you know that people who've listened to this who weren't born in our era are going what? Yeah. Um, but yes, you know those are all fees. They you know when you when you would re- re- return a, a VCR or a video or whatever, I can't remember, you know, they would check if you had rewound it like a good like a good little man, and then mm-hmm. if you didn't rewind it, you'd get charged a fee for not doing that, so. That's right. Yeah. This was a whole <laughs> industry of basically like going, you didn't, re- you know, and then you had to put it into the chute, and then they'd have to pick it up, and then you know, along along the wall, you'd see, you know, the it was always very confusing because you'd, you'd see the movie you'd want, but then it was that because it wasn't like bulging because there wasn't the actual case behind it. Mm-hmm. You know that it was out, and I was yes. like, going, "That's a, I don't understand that concept." Do you remember? Do you remember the motto, "Be kind, rewind"? I do. <laughs> it wasn't so much a case with DVDs, but I do remember. No. I do remember. You know, um, renting a lot of things. You know, back in the day, you know, 
I have some fond memories of that. Uh, we that used you... to do that all the time. Remember when we had a B grade movie? That, oh, that was... place. What was it called? That place. Uh, video easy. Yeah, video easy. Who later on became Tim's Tiles and Brackets, one of the <laughs> one of the cornerstones of of, of, of entertainment. If you if yeah. you need, do you like tiles? Do you like brackets? That come down to Tim's Tiles and Brackets, <laughs> where we sell tiles and we sell brackets. <laughs> it was legitimately called like Tiles and Brackets. I know it was called Tiles <laughs> like, and Brackets. Is that the only thing you? Yeah. <laughs> Again, but why those two things? <laughs> why those? Two? Like, like of all the things you could sell, why those two things? <laughs> and you walk in there and you go, "Oh my, uh, do you guys sell like like some of that uh, uh, gluey stuff you use to stick down the the tiles?" tiles. Sorry, mate. We Sorry, sell yeah, tiles yeah, yeah, and we, brackets. We sell. Yeah, this is this is this is Tim's tiles and brackets. It's not. Tim's tiles brackets and adhesives. Come on, like come on. <laughs> like, this is Tim's tiles right. brackets. Do you sell the screws that go in the brackets? Sorry, mate. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Again, <laughs> this is not Tim's tiles brackets and screws and adhesives. This is Tim's tiles and, bra- <laughs> and brackets. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's yeah. Well, I've enjoyed this episode full of inside <laughs> jokes that no one else probably understands yeah. or gets. But this is what you get when we don't prepare very well. No. And if you have any interesting stories or any yeah. interesting questions you'd like to ask us, Jamie, where can they reach us and how can they get in contact with us? Well, uh, send it. Uh, send us an email to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Um, uh, check out our Instagram, which is pretty active. Uh, stories underscore podcast. Uh, we do it. We're on Facebook, but we barely post anything there because no one's really showing much interest to our Facebook. But uh, we're also on YouTube. Uh, occasionally, we put up some videos. Um, yeah, check it out. Um, check it out. Tell well, your friends. And as you, you know. To your credit, you obviously have been because obviously the downloads are increasing and we do thank you for mm-hmm. that. So write in, let us know what you'd want to hear more on if there's any interesting topics, you know, or just, you know, shout us us on Instagram, post something random, and we'll discuss it. As it will t- We take yeah. all of your ideas mm-hmm. as seriously as we take our concepts of Furay and Swamp <laughs> Hand Man. <laughs> that has to be a thing. Civil War, um, obviously. And, the, you know, the, and, and phase also, six of you know, phase sixty six of Marvel yeah. films. Okay, we're out of ideas. Swamp yeah. Man and Foray. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we also got some interviews coming up. Um, me and Ryan are still doing the occasional interview from time to time. Um, and yeah, we've got some interesting stuff coming up. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned. Interviews of exciting authors. Now, Jamie. As a man of the publishing world, when is your next book coming out? Oh, okay. Uh, uh, well, you, you, you've published Emus is an excellent book. Yeah, the, the, you had you had you had Bucks Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the people want to know: Are you still publishing? <laughs> um, I'm writing. I'm working on a few ideas at the moment, but you know, I'm still um, you know getting used to my new job. So I've got to you know, I, I try to write a little bit every night. Um, but nothing, nothing major soon. Um, Letters from the Emu War is getting republished, and that's coming out next year, towards the end of the year. Um, but yeah, not much, not much happening at the moment. But um, 
we're, we're still been selling quite a few books of letters from the emu world people keep buying it just random people well then that's oh. you know that, that's generally what happens with a book like yes yeah. you know you know the best thing about books like selling books is jamie a book has a long shelf life. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you just look that up? Yeah. I, know, I, I swear to Swamp Hand Man, I didn't look that up. All right. There you go. An entirely um, original joke. Well, then we better stop talking. <laughs> to, I can't. To, to end on a high note, <laughs> we will leave it there. Thank you for listening. Tune in for next week. As we discuss once again, Jamie's possibly could have been relationships with the many mistresses <laughs> that he had. And after that, I bid you adieu. Adieu. adieu.